Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Ishmael's Pepperoni Nipples. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Oh, okay. You want a bowl for some big money, eh? Oh, but I'll lose my entire bonus check because I'm so bombed. You get that way from Ginger Ale. Nah, you was sniffing glue in the parking lot. Roy, can you get sick from drinking piss? I think you can. Even if it's your own? Who are you calling a psycho? Give the, the theme song. I hope you're rotten hell, you loser! You suck! You don't deserve a car! You still owe me another month's rent. So if I were you, I would start doing some tongue exercises before Friday. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? It's all that pump and, pump and dump. Do me a favor, will you? Do you mind washing off that perfume before you come back to our table? You really jarred something loose, Tiger. All right. 96. We've been doing a lot of 90s movies lately. But we had interesting ones like Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin is a Fairly Brothers movie directed by... Uh, written by uh, one man who was a, a regular writer on the Golden Girls. Who doesn't love the Golden Girls? Actually, started uh, have watched a bunch of the Golden Girls because of Nat. It's one of her shows. Golden Girls is damn entertaining. <laughs> it's legit entertaining. Thanks for being a friend. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Love that was show. Mort Nathan teaming up with Barry Fanaro to write this one. We got uh, Woody Harrelson, Randy Quaid. The lesser Quaid, but still a decent Quaid. Vanessa Angel, Bill Murray, a little bit of Chris Elliott, a couple other faces you likely recognize, like Roger Clemens, former pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. It's interesting that you guys recognized him, not neither of you being baseball fans. He's a pretty recognizable face. I didn't know a that. Baseball fan yeah. when Clemens was a pitcher. You learned something new. I knew. I knew day. enough baseball. Probably, probably by video game status because Clemens fastball. He must, but video games back in the day must not have a good representation of his face. No, yeah. I, I didn't. No. I collected baseball cards. Mm. Nice. Nice. So nice. Got Kingpin. So Brent got beat up a ton. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, just no way, man. <laughs> no way. Do you have any left, Brent, that you held on to, like, for that you could sell someday? Yeah, I think I have a full set of one of the, uh, somewhere in the 90s, uh, Upper Deck Baseball. And what? I have, like, most of the Marvel cards, and I have a couple sets of, like, the, um, uh, fuck, I forgot what the brand is, but the old uh, Starter, I think it was, NHL. I have a few seasons of those. No way! Oh, I didn't cards, know that. Baby. You'll have to show yeah. me them. Yeah, I used to have comics I won't too. Touch but they them. got thrown out by my ma. What? I got a bunch of interesting cards too. Football players and hockey players that are long retired now. Some great rookie cards. Sell that shit. I dabbled in that too as a kid. Spent a great many days in a flea market of some sort, uh, or maybe in a seedy bowling alley. Oh, turn where it back. Some of this movie takes place. We got Roy Munson before he was Munsoned, who wins a 1979 state bowling championship and in his celebratory days following runs into Bill Murray, uh, who is playing 
uh, Big Earn McCracken, uh, who he defeated in this uh, state tournament. Uh, and McCracken convinces him to go make some money on the side. The boys run into a little bit of trouble hustling, and uh, Roy has his hand hurt and basically turns into a giant piece of shit who has to sleep with his disgusting landlord to pay rent, decides to take this Amish kid and take him to the finals in Reno, Nevada for million-dollar prize, winner-take-all, and they run into a little lady named Claudia along the way an interesting trio of travelers in this movie so will they get the money save the amish farm which needs exactly as much as half the winnings and will uh, roy munson unmunson his shit that's the question uh and by the way while this movie was made for 25 mil it did meh at the box office and critically received not too well uh, because, as we learn in Fairly Brothers movies, there's really no topic that's out of bounds for joking. Yeah, I actually intense I, humor. I didn't. I didn't think this one went like crazy over the line. No. Uh, Maybe back crazy. in the day, it would have felt that way, but I don't know. There was a couple of. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of funny moments no, where things get kind of over funny. the top, but it's not it's not too much, I guess. Yeah, I just but I'm trying to. Th- it just didn't seem so risque this time. Maybe. No, I think mm. we're I think we're desensitized to a lot of that now. Um, not that it would have been a hugely crass movie back then, but I think it would have been over the line a little bit more than now for sure. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm thinking. The, and that I don't think that humor is bad. Some of that, but the problem is, is that some of it is so. It's just it's, it's too silly for the movie, or it's not. Some of it's just not good. It's they they hit you over the head with it. I think a bit too much with some of that stuff, like when he's sitting on the the ball return and the ball comes up and hits him in the balls. Like, if you're throwing just a straight ball joke at me, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a fucking quality joke for your movie, right? Unless it's yeah. like a, a fucking really surprise ball shot, maybe that's funny. But well, we that, were, we were bad setup. Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit when we were watching it. Like when they just like so, if if Roy was a dumb person who would have done that, maybe that would make any sense. But they just have him get hit in the nuts just because they want to hit someone in the nuts. Doesn't have anything to do with who he is or the movie whatsoever. It's just that's what they wanted to do, and they thought it was funny at the time. Like, yeah. there's a lot of that. Whether Some it's with the, the sheep, are yeah. are all that yeah. stuff. You know, like it's just it. They thought of a funny joke, and they so they they filled the movie with a lot of that stuff, and uh, some of it's not that funny anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the some of the like constant humor as well, like with Roy. I don't know. At times, you yeah, I, I heard someone say um, he's been he has like been missing his hand for like seventeen years, and he still seems like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on with it. Yeah, he um, still can't put on his coat without destroying it, and he couldn't. But he doesn't do a seem other thing. He couldn't bear, couldn't open the door handle or. No, but yeah. I mean, I give that stuff a he's pass gotta, because they don't want to show us the the him getting like he can't get his hand fucking destroyed and then get the plastic can and then we see him like silly learn it and then they go 16 years later and then we see him like there with his hand they want to squeeze those jokes in and like show us a little bit of that and why wouldn't you i think it's got to be formatted this way it's unfortunate 
because I do agree well, it, it's he should know. But I I was thinking maybe they they were just playing him off as klutzy. Yeah, like he would he would have tore it if even if he had a hand because his ring would have ripped through it. He's just that unlucky. He's always hitting his leg, falling down, injuring himself. I also um, think they do so many maybe, jokes yeah. with the hand that like you don't need those jokes in the beginning like as if he's never he just got it yesterday because they like lean so heavily on the hand jokes do we really need those two? Well, I don't the think so. Hook. I mean there's hook it, jokes and hand what's jokes. What's funny about like, his character is that not that he's true. clumsy or that he even has that hand it's that what happened to him has turned him into an asshole and he's a terrible human being who yes. like who like is always hustling something whether it's for his rent or whatever it is like that's his character so like you don't really need that shit yeah he, like really this is the story of a man who went from from champion to alcoholic hustler um and he finds redemption which is real they they and one thing they actually do well over the course of the movie is give Roy like a, a nice arc like he 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 like starts low but he gets lower and um <laughs> shit gets all fucked up and so they do a good job of like you you root for him even though he's a huge piece of shit by the end you're like turned around when him and and Claudia are sitting at the table it's like they seem like they've made that journey and earned it to there yeah yeah it's it's fun too because she both him and her like have definitely been hurt in the past and and um then they have this wide-eyed innocent who like has grown up protected from all of the shit they've gone through so i think that works in the benefit of this movie because uh, mom and dad they're like immediately in a relationship yeah they are they are like mom and dad and but they also are um exposing even though they're exposing this, the innocent guy, the uh, what's his name in the movie? Ishmael. Ishmael. Yeah. Even though they're exposing Ishmael to drugs, cigarettes, um, porn, nudity, pornography, stripping, sex, tattoos, whatever, all the things that he was never, he still seems to have this innocence to him, even at the end, like when his brother comes to take him back and, and he's like, well, Mr. Munson's like doing really good. And, and I still have a half a beer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's still he's still as innocent. Like he he, could, he regresses definitely when his brother's around, but it's not that long that they're away. So I, I'm, it's five weeks or something, four or five weeks. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he's not really Ishmael's never really hurt by anything. Like like the the, the other two characters were like like deeply wounded by their past. Whereas the he Ishmael's just having fun doing drugs and drinking and it's not destroying yeah. his life and he's not using it as a crutch to no, um, make himself he's feel better. He's, the first yeah, time. he's having fun. And <laughs> so that's kind of I do like that dynamic. Yeah. The no, whole I think with him being a stripper, all that should go. That's all bad. It's a bit too much. It just it's doesn't make any sense yeah. either. It's just once again it's a gag in there. Doesn't make any sense. He's doing it. It doesn't make any sense why they want him doing it. It's um, just for the. It's just for the cross. It doesn't gag. advance the story. It's just yeah. a joke. It's just a joke. Which is like I. I definitely giggled, but also Randy Quaid in drag is like horrifying. It's horrifying. 
Yeah, I mean, scary. that was the only good part about it is how crazy he looked. But yeah, other than it, that, it, it is crazy and memorable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is memorable. It's surely that's, that's locked, it locked in my mind. It's burned into my retinas, unfortunately, yeah. for the last few days. And it worked better so, in the original version where they just found someone told him they saw someone him there. And the, he, instead of giving it the backstory of how he ended up uh, it, stripping, you didn't need any of that. I mean, if 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 you'd have taken that out, like maybe it was better in the original just when they find him in this really super crazy situation and they save him. Because you can imagine and fill in the blanks about how he got in trouble and ended up there. Yeah, no, that's that's all that's all totally fine. Yeah, like this movie um, was too long because we watched the extended version. But the, even the extended, it's only four minutes more than the original, so it's not like it made two. It's like two or three scenes, I Holy think, which shit, are all horrible. Like and shouldn't have made it back there. in. But we we all promised we wouldn't judge the movie based on those scenes. Um, so that's we're, correct. We're kind yeah, of rubbing them out of our brain. But one thing, and so like, okay, as a comedy. And a really over-the-top comedy, like this gets into the slapsticks, like pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I try not to hold the story too accountable, like to get from A to Z. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of this actually does make sense and, and, and move along. There's a bit too much of additional stuff that just adds weight. But one thing I wanted to talk about was when Claudia decides to run to be with the guys. Uh, I don't know why, but this time around it just was like it didn't seem like that would go down. Like it, it didn't. It seemed like a ploy, is how they were setting it up. He takes her in the next room to hit her, and she doesn't have a mark on her. And like she ends up running away with them, and he's standing behind, yelling at her. But then he has kind of this smirk on his face, like, yeah, she's gonna infiltrate their group. But she just went with them to like, cause she wants to help Ishmael. It I just it didn't it didn't resonate either way. That goes in my brain. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And that it didn't I even doesn't it. even matter. Why do you even think about it? I don't know why I do. No, I, I, I agree so. with you. It seems like that's the first time he hit her. That's how she made it out to be. Yeah. And like, how much did 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 he lose there? Five hundred bucks. She's gonna run out at him for that losing. It that was a game. thousand. It was a thousand. But it's not. Still, she's not like, running he out seems on, like he's got bank. No, she's not running out on him because he lost a thousand dollars. She said he hit me, and that's what you, you. I will not take that. She's like, you don't do that. So, like, that's the yeah. first time they ever well, that he ever hit her. It seems weird. Well, their relationship is obviously there. shitty, right? Yeah, I did. 100%. I did think about when they were bowling how weird it was that she was like, like he loses the game, and she goes, she goes, oh, the great Stanley loses. Yeah, and like rubs it in top, his face. Hey? So that has to be from the results. Like they already don't get along, which means she's staying just for the money. It's just a gig, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. when well, but she's like, she's like fucking needling him, and then finally fucking Stanley's like, ah, fuck, right? I gotta hit her. So he brings her in the back room, you know, gives her one across the eyes, and then she's like, that's it. Which rightfully so, you shouldn't stay with someone that hits you, but. I mean, that relationship yeah. wasn't perfect before that. It just seems silly to me that yeah. that if if that was their relationship before, where she would say things to, to set him off and make him become violent towards her, then that would have happened many times. Like, yeah. like it's, they didn't just start dating. If this guy is that type of a person that's going to hit a woman... And, and yeah. that little comment she made caused him to, like, fucking hit her... Then that would have happened before today. Oh, and totally. that, like, 
right? It's bad. Like, Hit, hitting people is bad. All I'm saying is that when I guess it's maybe the acting in that scene made it seem like it was a setup, like obviously a setup, like, oh, Stanley did this. And he's like, I'm going to take her in the next room. Smack, smack, cry. I'm going out now. Now you run away with them and rip them off later or something like that. That's why it just weirdly seemed like a scam. But that's not what it was. Obviously, the movie gives no hint of that. And so then I think that movie is weird because that's how it made me felt. And it was the wrong way to make me feel. I wonder if that's purpose uh on purpose misdirection because if you think about it like to colin's point about he doesn't just start hitting her today right and if today is the first day that he hits her then it would be out of anger right away he doesn't bring her calmly into another room hit her and then come back in the room be like well you know like (laughs) you don't do that in front of company especially so exactly yeah like yeah no that does make it look like misdirection like a little bit of planning just, just weird I just am on your side now, but does not change a thing in the movie because once they get going, it's a, it's an interesting trio of um, Claudia seems like she has more of a moral compass than uh, than Roy at times, which is interesting. And she's trying to do the best for Ishmael while Roy is still trying to use Ishmael for his own purposes. Now, he just that, doesn't know now that you say that, her character actually doesn't make a lot of sense. You're right; she yeah. does have a moral compass, but but she. Yeah, her character doesn't actually make any sense. The way she behaves sometimes doesn't make any sense with her principles and ethics. Well, she and she's never like tries spent to some rip time Roy with Ern. She doesn't no. seem to be using Ishmael. She actually genuinely seems to like him. Um, and uh, she never tries to screw Roy over. Roy tries to screw her over all the time. Yeah. Um, she definitely... I mean, Ishmael definitely is in, like totally in love with her, or really likes her, or whatever. She's um, a hustler with a heart of gold. That's the kind way of saying it. I guess. Yeah. I don't feel her like her, her arc or her damage. Like, I don't feel her damage either. Uh, yeah, I also don't like know I how try she goes to, from Stanley to fucking Roy. Yeah, that's like, I I guess it comes down to the fact that that was, this is what the movie tells us, gives us this information. It was the first time he hit her and she had enough and just got in the first car that went. In that case, it didn't matter that it was with Roy and Ishmael and she really just like immediately embeds herself in that group when she finds their plan. I just, I feel like she would ditch them at the first, the first chance she could. Yeah, there's not a lot of people hitching their wagon to the, Oh, you're an Amish guy that's never competitively bowled before, and you're a guy that hasn't bowled for fucking 17 years, and yeah. you guys are gonna go win the championship because you're yeah. natural. Yeah, because in the middle of the movie, um, there's no bowling. Ishmael doesn't bowl like really. That like the three of them don't go bowling, and she doesn't like see how good he is and like start rooting for him. She's just like protective of his innocence. They for go some right reason. to gambling. They go right to uh, to ripping people off. Yeah, that's the other thing that seems weird to me, too. They make it seem like even in the 70s that it was hard to pull off these scams because no one would straight up bowl for money. But then once the montage starts, every fucking bowling bowling alley they go to, people are lined up with cash in their pockets to play bowling to bowl for money and like are just throwing it into their bags. So, like, why didn't they just, if that's how easy it was, why didn't they just do that in the first place instead of going to Stanley's house? Like, it just seems like 
that whole stuff didn't make any sense then. Like everywhere they went, someone wanted to gamble. Everybody. I the impression they were sharking everybody. They were running the same scam everywhere. I I didn't get that impression though. There was people lined up, and he was just moving a bag, and they were like throwing money, and they were he was scamming the whole bowling alley. I don't remember. Maybe he was taking scene. side bets. And then, like, or, and the farmers, are, the farmers know. are like, they had the farmers all raring to go to come into town and gamble weird out of towners. Those guys like would the, be at the bowling alley and they would come in and shark them. And they're farmers. If it's a bowling alley in a small town, they're taking a night off of the cows. Like the only is, the issue in the early <laughs> yes. the issue in the early movie is that he was like a champ, and he was like hustling, but he was like a known champ. Like it's not, it wouldn't be possible for Ishmael to hustle people like. They would just play straight up bowling, and then Vanessa Angel walks next to them with her fucking ass hanging out, and they're like, "We win." Is that her name? So it's not even a. That's her. Yeah, Claudia. Real name. Vanessa Angel is there. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, her her character I I paid some special attention to this time, and she's just like she's just whatever she needs to be in the right scene, but as a as a cohesive person, it's just like too much, too good is to be is too good to be true. Yeah, because it's when, too bad because she could be a, a nice little complicated character. But yeah, because when Roy was talking about how they've been hurt and they just don't trust each other, um, that's not what happened. Like Roy was just trying to fuck her over all the time, and she was. She seems like a completely not nor. She seems like a normal, not broken person most of the time. Yeah. Like ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. yeah. Except like, except when she's like right in the in the presence of an abusive man. That's yeah, when she seems somewhat distressed, and she says whatever it takes there. Yeah, and then also her um, her um, showboating are her are her throwing around her sexuality yet to distract people from the bowling and stuff <laughs> was like it's like fragrantly obvious what she's doing once again. Like there's. There's it's there's no way yeah there's no way that these two these two weird guys show up at town one of them's got a rubber arm and then this woman that no one's ever seen before either is like doing that and no one's figuring it out they're like oh <laughs> the sexy woman just bowling in the lane beside them it it's kind of cheesy and dumb kind of that whole montage I mean it's, it's a Fairly <laughs> Brothers movie yeah I know but. Like they how how how, I, I, how big are we gonna look into the real? They did better than that well, in the next movie. There's something about Mary. That, like that's the thing is they did this before. There's something about Mary, and there's something about Mary. Don't get me wrong. It has some of this stuff in it, like the like the um what's his what's the character who's the detective in that movie? What's the actor's name? Dylan. Um, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. character is really the only one who they kind of just give weird gags to that don't really have any point or don't make sense with his character. But for the most part, like all of the stuff with Ben Stiller and um, and uh, the female lead, Mary. Uh, Cameron oh Diaz. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- those characters throughout the whole movie. <clears throat> Like their motives and the humor is based on their personalities and who they are as characters. Yeah, fine. I'm not saying that these are the same movie, though. I'm saying that this is a silly movie. It's a very I don't silly disagree. movie. I don't disagree that there's something about Mary has a more of a sophisticated feel to it. If um, that stuff was funnier, maybe I would let it pass. Like if it was funnier, but it's, it's not funny yeah. this time. No, that's so the, the problem. I, the I farmer start stuff to go, isn't yeah. funny. 
yeah, and yeah. the sheep or whatever. And even yeah, her, but like, the fact that farmers are bowling or that like she's like there's like the 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 details of their scheme isn't as important to me because it's a it's a silly comedy and it's it's it and the thing is actually that this movie suffers from and I think it's maybe the Farrelly's humor problem is that um they seem to suffer from going for the simple joke. I'm guilty of that myself. I won't fucking say much about it, but um, <laughs> it's like I don't want to be a hypocrite. But. Well, no, I'm just saying it's it's not a it's not an attractive thing. I know when I do it, I'm immediately disappointed in myself, and <laughs> they should be too because there should be a lot more meat to this stuff. I find that there's a lot of room for for the same joke for the same setup, but just maybe something a little bit easier or uh, less easy, right? A little bit more thought provoking than just putting a sheep and like making the farmers fuck sheep joke, right? Or like that stuff is just, I mean, you're insulting your audience thinking that that's the level. Unless I guess that maybe is the audience, but that feels a little bit uh, Larry the Cable Guy to me. Not that the whole movie does, but those jokes do. I want to see, you get a few of those jokes in a movie, in, in my opinion, for me to enjoy a comedy, but you need, you need like, you need some heavier, funnier stuff to like, even it all out at the end. This movie just has too many jokes that now kind of hit flat. Yeah. It, and, it's also, and they're nonstop. It's like, for whoever just said it, like, it's like, there's no pause. They're like, that'll be funny. Yeah. Let's fucking put a sheep in there. That's great. It, it's also like when the jokes, when the jokes don't come from the characters themselves and they're just, they're just jokes that don't make any sense, but they think like the thing with the ball they're like, oh, wouldn't it be really funny if his character, for some random reason, who who who's around bowling alleys all the time, didn't realize that if he sat there, a ball would hit him in the balls, and then he could like get hurt. That would be yeah. real funny. And it's just like, um, I guess, but like, what does it have to do with anything? It does not. Well, like, it's just, it should have something to do with the movie, other than like, just but- someone getting hit in the balls. That's the thing. Is that that's that's <laughs> that's a terrible fucking thing that's a terrible yeah. fucking and what joke. did you guys think of the bathroom where he's shitting in the urinal i don't hate that and that's maybe one of the ones that john was talking about that should be allowed in a movie or whatever but i don't mind that and i'll tell you why is because i've never thought about shitting backwards in a urinal before so when i saw yeah. that it was unexpected but the trope of farmers fucking their sheep is everywhere it's fucking ubiquitous man yeah no you're right I, I didn't mind that joke either. I just, I feel like it came a little too late and there was a little too much buildup. Yeah, it didn't pull off the same, but I remember the first time I saw that, it was funny. It was yeah. hilarious, right? This time, I, I still chuckled to myself because the idea is funny to me. Like, I also think like jokes like the semen in the bucket and uh, the That's shoeing of go. the horse. The shoeing of the horse isn't very good either. It's See, once I'd, again, I'll, doesn't make I'll any sense. I'll take the semen over the horse hooves. Like you just, that one doesn't make any sense at all. Like no, even you wouldn't just saw a horse. It also it wouldn't make off. any sense. Like that he would even be able to do that to a horse. A horse would never allow him to to, to I mean, soft all, all that stuff is part hooves. of the joke, right? It, I it, actually, yeah, I really. actually think I prefer the hooves to the to the jerking off. The I bowl. prefer the bull thing yeah. because I feel like he set it up better. Well, then they like, show the bull and the dick. He said she was like, which she was again so is like, 
and then it all came at one time and so <laughs> like he sells he dip. sells the joke but the thing about the horse is that later when they're in the barn and you just yeah, they they're standing there it. talking and you just see the horse in the background he's super small there so to me the absurdity of him cutting off the hooves is not only more interesting but it takes me by surprise more and then later that little payoff of seeing that the horse isn't like you assume that he's dead but really he's not dead he's just short now that's yeah. also very funny, right? Whereas like him going out and mistaking the bull for the cow again is like another one of these played out tropes to me, right? So and then him drinking the cum is that's like the the grossness you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more into the drinking cum than I am the fucking jerking off the bull thing. <laughs> right? I guess there's a bunch of personal preference in any of it. Totally, um, totally in everything. So, I guess. Like I prefer yeah. the humor. I prefer the humor. But I mean, you could have taken all of that out. And it, the stuff that's really funny is like when he runs away from the barn when the dinner bell is called and it falls because it shows his character as a person. Yeah. He's selfish and stuff. So to me, and it's funny because those guys almost got fucking killed because of what he did. And they had to like they had to like be very careful not to die from giant falling beams, and uh, so for me that stuff are the stuff at the kitchen table with the dog biting his hand and him slapping himself in the face. All, all that stuff's really funny. Or his lies are the the about him having children and he's like none none that I know of or whatever. Yeah. And the grandma yeah. having a beard and stuff like for me all that stuff is fine and and comes off as somewhat based in reality. So do they need to step outside of that line and have like him like, you know, cutting off horses feet and and him drinking semen? Uh, I mean, you that stuff just is along with the out. tone. I mean, that stuff is along the tone of the movie, though. Like the movie you're proposing, I don't think is a bad movie. I think those are great ideas, but that's a different movie. I and don't the, think so. The Fairly still make so. a silly movie. Well, it's like. The big um, urn thing is silly where with the commercial is silly and it's great. Um, the bowling well, stuff is great with him like losing his hand or the hair or anything yeah. that happens in the bowling yeah. alley. That's, that's all, all stuff in reality. That's all stuff that comes from within the character too, which is what we were saying before. It doesn't work in so many parts of this movie, but nearly everything with Bill Murray does. Yeah. Bill Murray and Bill Murray improvised almost Murray, all of his I mean, lines. Come on. Oh, I'm, yeah. If you also take out like all the stuff with the indecent proposal that doesn't go anywhere, or like the craps table where he throws the dice. Well, that's like, no, the indecent proposal is is a is a split second, and that's just showing him like he's downtrodden and he's like he's he's so hopeless. He's thinking about fucking this this friend of his for the, like for, for the amount of time that takes i don't think that's a hiccup i think I that's know, kind I of just, like a funny little character build thing too because like i mean it shows the, the lengths that he might go to i'm just for saying the money right yeah and that's fine but i'm just saying you could you could edit this you could edit out a lot of that stuff and and keep it at a what? That's keep how the, you, keep the, this movie could be, a, could be an hour 40, hour and a half. I think it could be less. Yeah, like that, and, that's, but, that's one measure to go at with this movie is to say like how many scenes could be cut like regardless of if lot. it's your preference for the humor or not and not change the core story. And yeah, the answer would be a lot. Tons. Um, like the, the stuff like I wouldn't cut stuff like him smoking the bong 
because once again, that's grounded in reality. They'd offered him booze and he said no. And, and you're like, yeah, because he's Amish. And then you see him smoke the, the bong. That's funny. And like the tattoo stuff is funny. And like, you know, like all of that stuff, once again, is is somewhat grounded in the reality that if you edited out all that over the top, raunchy, not so funny stuff anymore, it would be an hour and a half long. It would be a better movie, I think, anyway. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong, probably. I think that's a I think that's a good movie. I I just think like I think it's a, like obviously the stylistic difference. Like the Fairleys want that stuff in there because that's a lot of their humor. I, and well, I do think audience. maybe this is another thing where 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 maybe they needed someone to edit down harder on this. They needed someone right? to edit them and their and their writing and their jokes. Yeah. Yeah, because some of that stuff, like I don't disagree. Like, like I say, I don't mind the horse scene, but if it's gone, and maybe the movie runs with that other, like, because there is still some silly stuff in there. I think you're right. Yeah. I think maybe the movie. Yeah, I think maybe the movie carries. Uh, it definitely moves you along faster because there does seem to be a little bit of stagnation in this yeah there's some drag and like once again it's not all the silly stuff that isn't good some of the silly stuff is really funny like the all like anything with bill murray like where he runs away after what's his name punches him and he's like i'm in room 1103 and he like runs over, like all that's still funny and uh, i gotta say uh ernie mccracken is one of my favorite on-screen like villains ever yeah, he's so. I love, good. I love this character, Big Earn, that he's put together. So cocky and sure of himself, and, and I also think it's it's fairly smart of the movie to like give him the victory. Um, because it's you know after all for Woody, it's not about the money; it was about the redemption, and he wins in other ways too. So that's all fine. Um, and it's it's nice; it's a nice final kick in the teeth that you know life isn't fair. And hard work might not get you anywhere. I like all that stuff. So yeah, Big Earn, two thumbs up for, for that character in this movie. It's worth watching for him alone. Yeah, and I like all of the scenes between him and uh, Woody Harrelson in the beginning too. Once again, w- Woody Harrelson is definitely a better bowler than Big Earn, but, but Big Earn is like so, like, he's so immediately well like when you find out he has a sugar in the back seat of his car he's playing yeah. he's playing woody harrelson's character openly from the moment they run into each other after he loses everything he says is a scam i love when he tells him to go outside and eat his food and come back in because he's yeah. grossed out about the way he's eating tells that waitress, tells the to, waitress to take wash the perfume, off her perfume and yeah. come back <laughs> All that stuff's really fun. And he starts talking to a woman. He starts chatting with women at a table. And he says hi. And one of them says hi back. And he's like, not you. And then <laughs> the other one's like, hi. That's fucking really funny too. Like, yeah, Brent's right. All his shit is great. <clears throat> yeah, Brent. Thanks for telling us that. You're yeah, welcome, no, he's a, sta- he's a stellar standout in this. Well, all of his improvisation is is good. It's really good. Yeah, the Furley um, brothers said they thought it was better than the shit they wrote anyways, and they were happy that he fucked it. Oh, did. fuck yeah, I bet it was. Oh, totally. Based on Bill some of the stuff we were talking about that was shitty. Amazing. I even this like the some... actor. One of my favorite actors in this and performances is the guy who plays the fake priest who says he uh, he has a, it, bo- gambling for bowling for money is one of his only vice, is his only vice. And then he so takes the drink. I'm a like you're a dictionary salesman. Yeah, yeah, and then he takes, he's like, bowling for money is my only advice. And he takes a drink off of a tray and pats the waitress on the ass. And then he's like, 
Well, two vices. <laughs> Still, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's actually yeah. three, but he says only two. Uh, <laughs> women clearly are a vice as well. Anyway, I really like that actor. And uh, there's another guy in the bowling alley that does the clicky noise with his mouth when he talks. I liked him too. <laughs> there's some there's some really good like little characters here and there. I, I don't like the bad guy. What's his face? Stanley? Stanley? I'm not a yeah. fan. I think his character is completely weak. I think the actor isn't very good. His, the, the wardrobe and his hair is weird. I don't know why they decided to and go with him. eyeliner? Having eyeliner He's and also eyeliner. like a weird skunk tail hairdo. Like, what was that I all think, about? So Clooney was considered for this role, and I this guy looks like super greasy, like the Jersey Clooney. <laughs> Jersey Ouch. Version. You don't Ouch. think so? I don't want to be the Jersey version of anyone ever because that's just greasy. Let's hope we yeah, don't have any kidding. fans. Let's just hope we don't have any fans in New Jersey listening right now. Or I apologize. For maybe my... they're, may, who knows? Maybe they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we know those guys. Yeah. But that's not you know, us. You know those guys. Anyway, you, if up with you those live guys. in New Jersey. I've heard you guys have some cool shit there. I haven't been, but. Um, so yeah, bigger and is awesome. Um, uh, the lady that plays the um, landlady. Oh, uh, that stuff's hard to watch. That, that now, actress, is, is, the makeup and that actress combined make all of that shit just disgusting. Yeah, the yellow She's teeth. Lynn Shay. Yeah. Yeah, the, Lin Shay. Well the directing, Lin Shay. the one thing I would like to say about the directing is that it's actually quite good. They they steal a lot of shots and directing ideas from dramatic movies, and they shoot this more like a drama than a comedy. Um, the shot between with her with her knee and him vomiting in the in the is directly from uh, the Graduate with uh, with Dennis. Uh, not Dustin, Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. That shot's yeah. like completely ripped off from The Graduate. Uh, there was a shot between her legs, and you can see him. And that shot yeah. with her leg, where she's putting on her uh, nylon, and she has all the veins. Yeah, I mean, I found nice. that stuff really hard to watch, actually. I think I've always found that stuff hard to watch, to be honest. That, and, that and is one of the grossest fucking uh, the bits of dialogue in any movie I've ever seen, where she talks yeah. about... What is it about good sex that makes me have to shit? She's like, you really knocked something loose back there, Tiger. Yeah, <laughs> pump and dump. Fuck. Pump and dump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I want to vomit. Dis- like any one of the features on that woman, maybe you could deal with as a partner, like the teeth or the greasy hair, but all put together in one lady, and every close-up of her is like so repulsive. It just it does such a good job of like uncomfortable cringe out of me which is what they intended and so bravo for that it's not all necessarily it's not i don't know can you call it funny humor i guess and and that it's intended to gross you out and it does and it's more of like a uh, trying to imagine what she would smell like down there they went to the well i think they also went to the well they went to the well too many they went to the well with her too many times too she's been in a million things i don't know if you know this I didn't know She's that. She's been in a million things. Is she there is any way got, to tell if she played career. if she played one of the ladies in the um, bedroom turning the bed down? 
when he comes in and they say, you saw her with us? She's like, oh, no, these guys were good looking. I'm pretty sure she was one of those ladies, too. But I can't be sure. Really? Well, yeah, it's just a guess, but I don't know. I think you're just thinking of the voice. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, it seems like Minnesotan. There's a lot of Minnesotan almost accents. Minnesota. Minnesotan. I I think they're from, um, not from Minnesota, but they're from uh, Connecticut or something like that. Pennsylvania. And a lot of the actors that are in this are, that are their friends who they grew up with and in all of their movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why you recognize some of them. Yeah, and the guys at the bowling alley, and and her, she is, and uh, like a lot of the the woman who like looks at his ring at the uh, Reno event, and then she's like, oh yeah, we'll take it. Or she's in a, like all of their movies as well. Yeah. Um. In general, what do you guys think of the acting? Like, uh, um, Randy Quaid as Ishmael and Woody and Vanessa Angel. I think it's we good. know Bill Murray's lit, but. I think everyone does a pretty good job. Like Quaid, I think Randy Quaid had the hardest job in this movie, and he went with something, and I kind of think he pulled it off. Like, oh yeah, no, he's I pretty consistently goofy and and like innocent, and he plays it really like compare this to Independence Day, right? Like, that's the same fucking guy. Yeah, I think that's right. It's not Quaid. Vanessa Angel's fault either that that her character is inconsistent and not well. It's not good. It's the writing and the directing. She does a fine job. She's a good actress. Yeah, and I think Woody Harrelson's a great Roy Munson. Like he is like such yeah. an excellent downtrodden. Like I buy him in that role. Yeah, oh yeah. He's great. I mean, he's so good. If you think about a lot of the movies that he's been in and the different roles he's done, like just True oh, Detectives, amazing. just True Detectives alone. Like, yeah. is he's amazing, amazing, amazing. Like in that the, the Hunger TV Games, show. seriously, Woody? I know wow. he's in a lot of bad Tucci, shit. Tucci, like, that. Yeah, and I fucking need, Philip Seymour Hoffman too soiled uh, his that's career so with sad. that. Yeah, Dial it in, bullshit. It's so bad. Um, hey, you needed another yeah, house, I guess. Get get that cheddar. But yeah, no, I th- I uh, kudos to the hair in this movie too, both on Woody and on Bigger, and fucking just amazing comb over style shit going on there. That shit all works still. That shit is legitimately funny the way that they use their hairs. They do a lot of really environmental humor well, like the little sounds on the on the rubber hand when he's like with the fingers folding, just a little rubber squeaking, and yeah. then again with um with this hair. Yeah, the fucking hair is hilarious man. dynamite yeah it's yeah. so good and of course like like woody harrelson you just see the one moment where his hair is like wisping in the fucking wind but bill murray's whole thing is like the slow oh, rack crazy. of his fucking comb over yeah Jesus. i hope that happened naturally and they were just shooting and they were like keep going keep bowling and throwing strikes and celebrating it's just yeah that stuff is good yeah. So I mean, not. really, this movie is kind of a Humpty Dumpty. It sounds like we're saying. I don't think it's a Humpty Dumpty. No, wait, now it's not a Humpty Dumpty. It's not a Humpty. That's Dumpty. what I meant to say. Yeah. Also, uh, it is Blues Traveler at the end. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. John Popper uh, looking particularly slim. Slender man. Yeah. I yeah. also, I also like found thought for some reason. $42,000, I'm hustling $42,000 $42, in four weeks. 
Seemed a little unrealistic. Oh, come on. $42,000? <laughs> she had 500 They turned $500 into $42,000 in, in a couple of weeks. What do you think of Roy's decision at the end to give all of his money, all of his fucking Trojan condoms money to the uh, Amish community? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 like he was going to leave very himself nice. with It's nothing. a huge redemption story. It is. He was going to leave himself with zero dollars. I guess if he, he can go money. back, well, he 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 can go back on the tour now and bowl and make money, make a living bowling. So maybe, yeah, maybe that. I'd want to set up like plastic a contract endor- endorsements. I I just I would have liked to have just had one line, maybe that he was going to be going back on the tour and he was going to be able to make money, so he didn't need it. Like yeah, I wish they would have be- done that too. Because he yeah, was Brother living. Roy in- is gonna is gonna pay our mortgage every month, or something. Well, yeah. I mean, because she has the eighty four thousand dollars, <laughs> but he wasn't gonna take any of that. Um, but they're together he told now, her. so she can support him. Now she can, yes. But I would have liked that he was gonna give the money away, but he was gonna go back to his career and try and uh, make up for lost time. That's all. It's just a simple yeah. line. It's not a big. It, that- it's not a big deal. It's not there. No. no, 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 I hear you. Yeah. Like, you couldn't blame the guy if he's like, I'll give you 250000 Good luck. And they're like, I won't cut it. And he's like, well, I tried. Even for, like, <laughs> do they have nothing? Like, maybe they don't have the whole, th- maybe they don't have, maybe they don't have the whole 500, but maybe they have some and then he could cover what they don't have. Uh, well, I would want a fair rate of return established and I would want to see their business plan to actually make the community survive because the community just got in 500000 debt. It could easily do it again next week. I want to see what you're going to do differently to prevent this from happening. Mr. Chairman, I ask that you step down and that a new board of appointees be appointed. John wants board some fiscal responsibility from the Amish before yeah, well, he's willing to donate his money. You can do everything we do plus a half, then make fucking money like that. <laughs> Roy what if the out. banker is a big bowler and Roy gambles yeah. him out of the debt? Uh, hey, look, fine. that's great comedy. That's it great comedy. comedy. Look, you could have taken Kingpin that fucking too. out of that half hour that we cut earlier. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that they haven't gone back to the well for this movie in general and done a sequel. And I, when I was doing a little bit of research, I did see grumblings that maybe they will be doing a sequel. It didn't make any money, though, you just said. I know, but it's kind of gained a lot of renown over the years. It was definitely super popular on DVD and and VHS, or if that VHS was around still by then. Yeah, it was super popular. Consider the market now. That's perfect for that. I mean, like in the scene, in the scene where Ismail's flossing his teeth, and there's all the stuff. I mean, whoo hoo! That's some serious comedy. Flossing comedy, yes. Flossing, yeah. Oh, he has big chunks of things in his teeth because he's never flossed. That's worth. And then there. also like the jokes <laughs> where he, people are he, gross. He thinks he thinks his they name is Flossin. Like some of that stuff's lame too. Like where yeah. where he's been traveling with Roy Munson for weeks, and then all of a sudden he says Flossin, and he's like, "Oh, your last name is Flossin? I had no idea." It's <laughs> like, eh, come on. Yeah, no, yeah. they don't hit. They don't now, hit. The tattoo joke is good, though. I really yep. like that. Tattoo's fine. The breasts are big. That's why it's funny, right? I just like his performance, too, where he's just like, can't go home. <laughs> can't go home. It's over. 
I've desecrated my body. <laughs> All that stuff's really funny. I really like that. No yeah, one should that, ever tell great. him. That would be the best. So, but does it hold up? Ooh, that's the question. All right, well, I don't feel like going first today. I'll All go right. first. All this right. is not a Humpty Dumpty, and the, the, that version where you took off half an hour would be a good movie, but this current version I don't think holds up. That's sadly it's there's too much getting in the way but by the end i just want it to be over because it's too long and there's too many unfunny things about it so like if you cut that half an hour off there's a movie in here that does hold up but this version is not it so like you could watch this movie definitely i would recommend you watch it because there is some great things about it including bill murray and i like this story and the ending in the way that it doesn't end the way you think it's going to and so they kind and they but it's but it's also a satisfying ending but it takes way too long to get there and there's too many unfunny things along the way for me so it doesn't hold up for me it doesn't hold up anyway i understand john shall i go second since you felt like not going first would you like to untypically go you want to go last yeah john you should go last number two is a good number for you brent all right, so <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> I don't. Just go that ahead. That sounded weird. He means, but go ahead, he means I'm slightly shit. condescending. You fucking number two bastard. <laughs> oh my god! I was thought I was you taking a bullet for you, and shit. now I, I did not I mean any anything paper. by that second place. No, I, I swear. Jesus Christ! This hurts. Damn it. Um, the music is good. Yeah. The Plus comedy one. is mostly good. Plus 0.5. The acting is good. The directing mm-hmm. is good. The cast is right. Um, there is some... I mean, it's a little verbose. But I'm going to say that it does hold up. Because would I watch this again? I would. And there's a number of movies that I think are are good movies overall that I feel like there's parts that that don't fit or could be gone I definitely don't think this is a Humpty Dumpty I think this is a is a fine movie I think it could be even better uh, with a little restraint but like Woody Harrelson is a great fucking character he has a great arc I mean that he his character even has the whole want versus need thing like he fucking wants money but it's not what he needs right he needs like John said earlier like that redemption shit right like his character's really good, man, and um, and the supporting characters in this are good. They're not subtractive, and I think they help and add to the story. I think the fucking movie uh, does a good job of of getting us there. And then fucking Bill Murray, Jesus Christ, Bill Murray should be a fucking instant plus two to any uh, notch. So yeah, I'm gonna say this holds up. I'm not gonna say it's a it's one of the best comedies of all time. Um, whereas I I might have said that at one time, but I'll definitely throw throw down and say that this movie's uh better than most ah uh, yeah, thank you since i'm third best i'll go third see i talked myself into a corner there um <laughs> this is interesting because this movie like had some uh issues when it first came out people kind of ripped on it a bit and so i'm thinking about it like is it is it kind of a slightly above average comedy and is it still a slightly above average comedy this never would have ranked up there on my absolute favorites even though big earn is 
one of the best characters from these types of movie. Like Big Earn's better than any character in Something About Mary, uh, in my opinion. But Something About Mary is a better movie than this. Yeah, um, I'd agree with that. So, like, does it not hold up anymore when it wasn't unbelievable the first time? That's kind of it. Hmm. I thought you used to was love it? this movie. I did like it a lot, but it never, I don't think it was like one of my absolute favorites. At some point, the the, the really heavy slapsticky stuff that the Farrelly brothers do just kind of isn't as funny anymore. Like Dumb and Dumber would slip a little bit and it's impact with me. And it's just because when it's new and fresh, I think this was really funny. And then it just, I don't know, for whatever reason, makes some comedy not age well. I think this movie has a lot of stuff that, didn't age the best and 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 that's maybe as heavily attributed to the fact that i've just seen it so many times rather than maybe appreciating that this was an early contender for this type of you know a little bit more intense comedy than some other movies that were coming out at the time like no one was drinking bull semen around this time right i'm not sure i don't know i don't know (laughs) Like, did we, we, I think we were unanimous on Dumb and Dumber not holding up, right? Yes. Yeah, we were. I feel like you're right, right about that. Some of it, the humors didn't date well in this, similar to that. That's, that's probably part of the problem too. I guess because I did used to really enjoy this movie and this time I just didn't as much. I'd say it doesn't hold up, but. It, it, it there's a lot in this movie that people like should see like Bill Murray's stuff and I guess again this would just maybe I'd go into the doesn't hold up category because I get disappointed at the potential that was here there's like so much really really good stuff here just there's enough of the other stuff that I, by the time the movie was just past the halfway point I was looking at my watch and like oh my god another 55 minutes fucking yeah. come on i know where we're going let's fucking get there <laughs> jesus christ you know especially what I in did a comedy, feel like, especially in a comedy yeah. i did feel like that at the hour mark yeah matt hit the mouse and there's 55 minutes up. left and i was like fuck fuck it's maybe it esteems a reevaluation. this point actually because like chug I, is significant yeah I laughed a lot, but they just they 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 spend too much time in places that don't need it. And the and the fact I'll go back to is that when you have this many scenes that could be cut for maybe your particular type of humor and you still don't lose any semblance of the main story, that means you got a lot of fucking filler in here and you should have just thought about some other way. Like spend the extra time building Vanessa Angel's character. Give her to us maybe a little earlier or in a different and better way for her character overall. Um, that might have helped. The longer time You've goes on, di- this is getting worse too because the longer time goes on, the more and more... Um, Trains, Planes, Automobiles is a perfect example. The original cut of that was two and a half hours long. They edited it down to two hours. Then they edited it down to 90 minutes. People are not doing that anymore. They're putting out yeah, two-hour comedies. Comedy. Oh, it's they're perfect. putting out two-hour comedies. They're putting out two-and-a-half-hour comedies two-hour and 40-minute comedies, people aren't doing this anymore. They're not editing their movies. This movie is... a There's a great movie in here. That's why I won't give it a hold up because it pisses me off That's, that yeah. with a little bit of editing, it could have been a great movie. So fuck you. No hold up. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked yourself. What do you, what do you got, Brent, with the finger hand? 
I was just going to say, you guys have swayed me, and I revoke my hold up, and I turn it to it does not hold up. And you would oh, still shit. watch it again at some point. No, I would. I like this movie. Like, but I do think that those problems are like, I, I guess in my mind, I'm editing the movie for like what I think it could be and then and then placing it there. But like you talking about the time is, is I mean, that's a very clear truth in this movie is that is just too long. Right. Yeah. And it chugs because a lot of these fucking jokes that don't work. They're big speed bumps, and so it triggers us, and then it slows us down. Whereas we could have like a lot of those character building moments, as Colin was discussing, and the plot moves forward faster, and um, and we feel like we're on the ride, right? Because comedy should be taking you for a ride, and I mean, if you're at a at a stand up comedy show, and the guy has one good joke, and then five minutes of like fucking disaster, it's really hard to pull you back from that. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like this movie is able to pull you back, but I feel like those instances being in the movie are a problem. Yeah. And I know but, that you guys feel differently about it, but that's kind of how I felt about Bridesmaids too. Like it did the same things to me, not for you guys, because you guys, I feel like, thought those things were funny and didn't, but like so many of these comedies we're watching are doing that to me. What Brent just described exactly, and they're, they're things that are, causing me to like just fuck man like just like these studios and streaming services need to rein these people in because well, like of, just letting them put whatever the fuck giving them a bag full of money and not like paying any attention to the product that they're putting out is fucking not a way of making movies and tv shows i i'd 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 reckon that if you read the script it'd be really hard as a as a production company to be like that one's gonna make a bunch of money because some of the humor, you're not going to know if it's funny or not until you see it happen on screen. And so I think in, in that sense, I'm just trying to say like stand-up comedians will refine their material for, you know, one or two years before getting up and recording a special with mostly 99% shit they're, they've seen work yeah. a majority of the time. Whereas in a movie, it feels more to me like you get a little bit of like uh, people on the set getting some reaction stuff and get the director getting a feel for what's working and then maybe some test audience cases and you get reshoots if you're super lucky. But I think for the most part, like you got to just take a swing and be like, what, what goes and doesn't go in a movie where like he drinks bull semen and cuts a horse's hooves off. Um, you know, it'd be just so hard to judge and it would just come down to like, couple of douchebags watching it 25 years later saying that shit just ain't funny anymore <laughs> you just but you just it's hard it, these people like executives will see cuts of movies and then they'll re-edit them and stuff that's not happening anymore they're they're allowing final cut for a lot of these filmmakers and this is obviously years ago back in 96 so this might not apply to this movie but what's happening today is you're just seeing these these people who are the creatives getting free reign and there's no one giving them any time constraints because time doesn't mean anything anymore right well, you can by have today, a tv show mean... episode be 37 minutes doesn't have to be 27 you can have one be 25 and one be 32 but because of that like curb i was complaining about curb these 45 minute episodes of curb fuck you fucking larry david shame on you 45 minutes self-indulgent is what that is self-indulgent there's no mm. need for that. It's it's unreasonable. 
So are you saying like in 96 they were doing this and they're still doing no, it No, I'm saying this getting worse. Today it's today it's way worse than it was back then. Back then the studios were saying you have to cut this down. The studios were saying no one wants to see a two-hour comedy. This one slipped through, but no one's saying that today to anybody. They're just they're just doing whatever the fuck they want, and they're making bad television and they're making bad movies. And like these guys did Dumb and Dumber, and must have the 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 studio must have just been like, yeah, you can do whatever. Oh, absolutely. And there's something about Mary. I think the best but character. They didn't might... write this and they didn't produce it. No, they wrote, no, produced, no. and directed. Um, Dumb and Dumber, yeah. and, and I think I think my favorite character of the Fairley Brothers is uh, Ben Stiller, and there's something about Mary. There's just something about that character that I love. Oh, he's great. He just, I just, yeah. I root for him so hard from the beginning because of the whole zipper thing. Like he, I'm on board with him right away, and they punish, <laughs> they punish him so much in that movie. They yeah. drag him through the mud, as that one person said. You got to do with your characters. They drag yeah. him through the mud. The whole thing with the guy in the car and the police station, yeah, <laughs> where where he's talking about hitchhiking and they think he's talking about being a serial killer, and then the police yeah. officers beat him. Oh my god! Like, there's nothing yeah. better than that. That's once again, um, that's the same character uh, from Kindergarten Cop and this. Yeah, that's the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. He's the cop Chris, in, uh, in some of the guy that looks you. like Mister Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he does that's true uh, uh, Richard Tyson yeah that's it Dick Tyson oh, no. also, so in, also in Black Hawk Down that's right he yep. plays one of the uh, elite guys yep. doesn't he yeah I one of so, the yeah. Uh, okay well let's wrap this one up gents uh, Kingpin gets a two and then a three uh, dicks down uh, but not for, without some funny stuff. I think we're all annoyed that this could have been actually like a real standout in history, stood the test of time instead of just being flashy for the sake of being flashy. Tone it down, cut it back. Let's I'm get a new okay version. With re-editing things. Let's Someone start re-editing like this one could be. Movies. I wonder. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Have have instead screenings. of making a two. Yeah. One hundred percent. They should fucking re-release this at ninety minutes. I I would fucking go to the theater and see it. Yeah. We've learned. As as uh, artists, and here's what we've learned: it's two hours and ninety minutes long. I don't know why you'd ever say time like that, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, thanks for joining us on this one. Uh, we got some movies coming up. What do we got coming up next week? I think it's going to be uh, we're going with the South Park Boys, Team America, World Marionettes, Police, Marionettes, Marionettes. Yeah, we're talking about gross humor and like pushing the limits this uh next this is gonna one do it was definitely i always right. remember the throw up scene in the alley being really funny so hopefully yeah, that still it, holds it, up because it never stops and yeah then, he just keeps throwing up and then after that one we got a couple of movies leading up to the christmas holidays we got crouching tiger hidden dragon um very christmassy while the ice storm bombed <laughs> massively, we want to give Ang Lee the best chance he's got maybe uh, with Crouching Tiger. So we'll check that one out. And then our Christmas episodes, it's going to be a doofer or a twofer. <laughs> Scrooged. A doofer. Scrooged and a Christmas story, the original. So uh, get your leg lamps and uh, BB guns ready for that one. Scrooge, we've got some more Bill Murray coming up. We'll see if we can compare to Big Earn McCracken, the best character maybe ever put in any film ever. 
There you heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> Better than anything that fucking that a hack can fucking do uh, in the, There Will Be Blood. What's his name? Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, he's nothing compared to Big Earn. Yeah, what a, what a bad actor that guy is. Terrible. Uh, okay, well, we'll find out more about that later. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. It's been great to have you. We'll see you for the marionettes next week. Uh, have a good one, and as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.